0: Hey guys, welcome to TAV Media Podcast with your host, yours truly, Rugiatu Content. I'm talking today with the founder of Philly Soul Circle, who also happens to be my little sis. So we're going to dive right in and I have to warn you, we do sound alike and I promise I'm not talking to myself. Could you tell us a little about yourself and how or why Philly Soul Circle was created? I am
1: Fatima Conte. I am a Philadelphia native. I went to Drexel University, currently trying to figure out postgraduate life. (laughs) And honestly, that was the biggest start to what Soul Circle is. I got to a point where I graduated college and I wasn't sure what to do. I didn't know who to ask to help me. And I didn't think that whatever I was going through on top of what they were going through. I didn't want to put that on them. So I decided to create a community dedicated to self-help and really inspiring people to Like I say I would say inspiring people to really motivate themselves to help themselves instead of trying to get that through other people, but in a community setting. So what we really do is we focus on development, um, self-love, mindfulness, and each workshop is an activity with a discussion. So we'll have like different things like we've done an intention setting session with a conversation we've done. Uh, expression conversation with a dance class we've done. The next one is about clean eating and how the act of killing animals or even just like the act of being compassionate to yourself by feeding yourself the correct things, how that can be more or put into your lives without ever becoming vegetarian or changing up your diet too much. So it kind of just came from a place of personal need, (laughs) but I think that it was interesting because my personal need was everyone else's personal needs, too. So I feel like the just finding that common ground and having a place where you can just drop everything and talk um, candidly is what it is.
0: I mean, that's really interesting because I think everybody goes through that sort of exploration process. After college, you just don't know what you're going to do. Some people, especially with the economy, some people don't get a job right away. So you're trying to still figure things out. So that's really, really interesting. So it looks like you're focused on self-development. I mean, what would you consider that to actually be?
1: Interesting. (laughs) I think that self-development is setting a goal and actually achieving it for yourself and getting past that. For me, self-development self can be as easy or as small as I just want to wake up at the time, same time every day. Or it can be as simple as I just want to watch this, take this. Like one of my things right now is that as soon as I come from work, I like to color just because it's the first thing I do. It gives me a chance to like re- reflect and not really pay attention to everything else that's going on. Because I feel like uh, as you become an adult, everything seems more like a task than like something you get to do. And which is weird to me because I feel like when you were little, you had all the time in the world and you'd be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Now it's like even hanging out with friends. You're like, Oh, I got to go hang out with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> like I got I to gotta get ready. Right. <laughs> I got to get ready. Things like that. So I think self-development is really just being able to set a goal. whatever however small it is, set another one so that you don't have to go back to it. Like I think the act of moving past something is, is important there.
0: To becoming an adult because, A lot of times people go through their lives and it's like they're doing things because they have to do it, whereas when you were younger there was a lot of exploration. Uh, You did things because you wanted to do it. So do you feel like that's the direction that you think you're going?
1: Yes. There's this writer that I really love named Alex L. And she's written a few books, just personal books. The first book was called Words from a Wanderer. And they were notes to herself that she wrote throughout like a, a hard time in her life. And I follow her on Instagram. And I really like just love the insight that she gives. And one thing that she said was she's going to start saying get to instead of have to. So, like, I get to go to work. I get to be with my family today. I get to instead of saying have to because there's a lot of power in words. And even just by saying that, it changes your perspective on it.
0: That makes a lot of sense. I was actually really, really impressed with one of your workshops that you had. And I didn't get a chance to actually go. It was with Tiffany Sutherland, which was like a TEDx speaker. And I was actually listening to one of her talks that she had in Villanova. I think it was like, let this your year. story
1: be your, it's like, let your strength be your story or something like that. I think right. that's what it was called.
0: Right. And she was talking about the trauma that she experienced when she was younger. So, how was that event?
1: Oh, that time? event, it was the perfect event to start the year off with. Um, Just because I think that when you're in that whole January, you new year, new me state that lasts like maybe a month. And you're like, okay, after you get past that phase, she made it. She made us or she actually just gave us the opportunity to think about what we want to do and some tips for vision planning and how to do it. So she, what she did, um, she spelled out the word vision and she, brought different words that she thinks that encompasses what you, your vision should be a part. And then like just different methods for doing it. So like V was values. Your vision should always be grounded in your values. And it, it goes on. I don't remember the words she used exactly, but it was really, really inspiring just because I don't think that Tiffany is a life coach that personal or she specializes in where career de- development and personal life meet and she tries to get people to understand that their personal goals can be their career goals if they choose to. And she really specializes in that. And I feel like with my generation, that's something that we really struggle with a lot. <laughs> so it was really good to just have her do a presentation, but then also to just have a QA and a and let people speak from their own perspectives. And I think that's what really got people um, into it, just because they were able to ask about their own lives personally. And then after that, um, we made vision boards. And that made it like that was a perfect way to end it because people had time to think about what they wanted to do. Um, She gave us a few different methods of even just like thinking about some things, writing some things down and then like having no time to think about things and writing them down just to see what came up to our minds first. And so they really got to manifest that into a a physical board, which was cool.
0: I think a lot of people our age now are actually living out their passions like mm. it's no longer a situation where okay I'm going to get after college or after getting education I'm going to go to the post office and work for 25 years and then retire but I think like with uh, our generation is more like what am I passionate about let me try to make see if I can make this into a business right. So there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there which is pretty cool so it looks like yoga is a big part of Philly Soul Circle. Can you talk about that? It seems like yoga is kind of like the trend. These days. <laughs> it is the trend. Like no, it's, it's true.
1: And honestly, I think it's because it's so gentle on your body and like it really gets into your head. Like with yoga, you can't do it well unless you're listening to your mind. It's a really big mind-body connection. And I think Soul Circle is just a big part, or yoga is just a part of big part of Soul Circle just because personally, I love yoga. Um, Saul McDaniels, who's my partner in this, she also goes to my yoga studio. So we're always big on doing yoga. But I think the lesson that yoga teaches is is more important. And maybe that's why we incorporate it so much because it really gives you the time to accept who you are in the present state. A lot of the teachers at my at Bikram Yoga West Philly where I go, they talk about accepting you are who you are for the person you are today. The yoga teacher will even say, like, don't talk, don't try to compete against the person you were yesterday, what you could do yesterday. Whenever you walk into the room, you walk with a different body. The poses are always consistent, but what changes every time is you. And I feel like even like with the yoga mentality is a really cool mentality to have throughout life because it's all about being and being present and letting things come and as they go, come and go and really accepting everything for what it is. So. I think uh, we do the yoga class once a year or we've been doing it. It's been the tradition to do it once a year. And I don't know, every time, even some people, there have been people who have not come back to a a circle, but they came back to the yoga circle. So I don't know. I really think that yoga really, I don't know. It could teach you a lot about life and a lot about how your own ego, like it can do a lot to check you. So I don't know. I just personally incorporated just because I think it's relevant.
0: After doing the Soul Circles, how do you feel like you've personally developed as a person?
1: It's weird because when I first started doing the Soul Circles, the woman who pretty much inspired me to do it, she said, be careful or be kind to yourself during the circles because being a host is a lot of pressure. And I didn't really understand that until recently, just because you feel like if you're not living the lifestyle that you're promoting, or not necessarily not living, but like, You feel like you need to embody the lifestyle that you're promoting in, in like whatever community group you're doing. So like, I feel like if I'm not all sunshine and butterflies all the time, sometimes I feel like that's being like that fraudulent to who I am. Or like if I don't practice the methods that I'm preaching all the time, um, sometimes I feel like it's like I'm being a hypocrite. But honestly, I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, I will never consider Myself a healer, more so someone who can facilitate the healing process. So I think that I'm doing it because I needed it, you know, and they are doing it because they're needing it. So just doing that out of that, on that side of things, I've grown in that sense. On another side of things, I think that leading the circle makes me very conscious of people and like their feelings and their situations. So when I talk to people, And I see that, like, I don't know, I'm more, I'm more aware of people projecting. I'm more aware of people when they're just feeling it like down and things like that. I'll do more to actually ask them what's wrong. It makes me a kinder person, I think, and a better Samaritan. (laughs) Just because I'm like, oh, you feeling down, come to Soul Circle. You want this? Come to Soul Circle. You want someone to talk to? Come to Soul Circle. And it's weird because when I first did it, I didn't open it up to like, I didn't tell my friends just because i knew that uh, there would be people there just for me doing something and i wanted them to come for themselves so my best friends don't really frequent soul circle but it's like people that i met in high school or people that from random parts of life and then other also random people that just feel the like understand the need and feel like this place is their community so yeah i mean i kind of went off topic but I think that it's made me a more kind person. It's made me more conscious, but it's also made me a little more aware of what I do. And and like, I try not to be a hypocrite. So I'm trying to be more like practicing more of the things that I talk about.
0: Very cool. So where can people actually reach you to get more information about Philly Soul Circle?
1: Mostly social media. I'm working on a website right now. And I'm actually because Soul Circle, it wasn't necessarily supposed to start as a business. It kind of just started as like a as something you know that we were a hobby or like just like a personal group, but now we're fleshing it out more as we see the need. I have friends who really are interested in it and have like proven to me that it's a necessary service and that I need to actually invest in it and try to get other people to invest in it. so I'm working on a website now for now, they can reach me on Instagram. You follow Indie, I-N-D-I-E, Soul, S-O-U-L, Glow at G, or not at Gmail, Indie Soul Glow on Instagram. I think the best place to find me would be on Instagram just because I have all the pictures from the Soul Circles and I do most of my promotion for Soul Circles on Instagram. So follow Indie Soul Glow on Instagram. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so much for coming to visit us. And hopefully people can go ahead and go to Philly Soul Circle.